this flyover clip. Welcome back. Now, we are uh, joined by a, an insider on, on a really hot topic yes. that's been blowing up all over the place. Um, there's been a Substack story released recently by Emerald Robinson, and uh, we have her producer live with us that's uh, been a part of, of Fox, Newsmax, Newsmax Major League Baseball, a producer at the highest levels of everywhere uh, in uh, mainstream media. And uh, today, she went right to the top, Flyer Conservatives <laughs> podcast. Welcome, Brianna Morello. Yay! Thank you for having me. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're honored to have you on the show today. Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank, thank you. you. You know, we follow you on Twitter, and and uh, uh, you know, it's kind of seeing this whole thing unfold as you've you know you've you've been with Fox, and you're you're now kind of making this adjustment. It's like uh, everything in mainstream media is like a deck of cards that's being reshuffled right now, mm-hmm. and and uh, well, I think the whole world is being kind of it reshuffled, is. and people trying to find out, you know. Joe Rogan's the most conservative guy around and somebody's pastor might be over here and be deep state today. And everybody's like, I don't know who's who's who in the zoo. Everybody's trying to figure this stuff out. But you seem to be a true north that kind of knows what you're about. Give a predetermined plumb line of what your your principles are, what your morals are, what your standard is. And you don't really seem to to budge on it. You know who you are and what you're about. And you figured it out before the storms all hit. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really important when you get into media is knowing what you're really there to do. Initially, like you said, I started off in sports and I did make the switch over to news because I was kind of disappointed. Um, I was uh, kind of like an ignorant voter. I guess you could say I was a registered Democrat and I thought that's where I was heading. And until I started reading into things and realizing that this party was not the party for me, and then I was quite disturbed the party that I thought I supported. They weren't exactly who uh, I thought they were. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I rapidly became a conservative because I realized none of my morals actually ever aligned with the Democratic Party. I was just mislabeling myself. Um, and so from then on, I, I made the jump for Major League Baseball. I was doing freelance reporting for them, uh, also doing production assistant work as well and um, doing other things for their website and I ended up switching over to uh, Fox initially as a teleprompter operator and that's kind of an entry-level job so I kind of learned my way through that but for me it was always I know what I want to do I want to be on the other side telling people that you're probably getting the wrong messaging and Mm -hmm. that the Republican Party that's being framed by CNN, MSNBC, all of those publications uh, isn't necessarily what they make it seem to be. And I think that's really important to have young people up at the front lines of this and just saying, just because you're a female doesn't mean you go that way. Uh, I think that's what people foolishly say. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm here today. Um, I, I am very passionate about this. I think there's a lot of change that we need yep. to make. And um, I'm excited to be a part of that change. Now we, I love it. We reached out initially because, again, I follow you on Twitter. And I'm like, man, this is just... oh. If, if you don't like flyover family, you know, Twitter's kind of become a, you know, the kick Trump out and it sort of became a, a little bit of an echo chamber on the left, but it's a great place to be a tourist. And mm-hmm. there's still great voices there that mm-hmm. are speaking out and kind of finding their way to, to bob and weave around there, but go to at, if you're just listening, it's at B R E A N N A M O R E L L O Brianna Morello. Uh, check that out on, on Twitter. She's worth going there for. There's a few, you know, uh, Joe Flynn, I think is great. Cat Turd is obviously great. Uh, Charlie Kirk, uh, Dinesh D'Souza. There's a few, you know, like great, you know, voices still still over there. But I want to walk through just a touch of your Twitter here. Now, if you're listening. Can I, can I ask about the cover photo? Yeah, so I want to jump in first. Yeah, because I just have to, I, I want to find commentary. out about this cover photo. Tell us about this. Oh my God, isn't it great? It's from it is. Uh, the 2020 primaries. I think it was like one of their debate nights. And it was just so pathetic. It was just like a sea of, of just, I mean, pathetic human beings. And it's just AOC, just 
in her infamous photo. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I don't think I'm ever going to take it down. I think it speaks volumes to where the Democratic Party is today. And it's a group of pathetic losers who are sadly in power, but mm. uh, we don't know how they got there. <laughs> yes. Now, did you actually create that yourself? No, I didn't. I actually had a friend who sent it to me. And I was like, this is perfect. I'm it is perfect. Oh, it, it's really good. You it know, is. Other than maybe Bernie Sanders with his mittens at the inauguration, you know, I don't know if there's any, been any any picture that's been repurposed more than AOC's fake crying at the border mm-hmm. uh, photo shoot. It's so great. It's so great. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 timeless because you could take that photo and put it anywhere at this point. Yep. I mean, this woman, she cared under Donald Trump when Donald Trump was president. But yeah. all of a sudden now she doesn't care about any of the issues uh, at our southern border. Mm-hmm. She uh has suddenly lost lust for it and uh, now has moved on to bigger and better things, apparently. Well, that's what I opened with talking about you is uh, we we break this down on the show a lot of of, uh, do you have a predetermined plumb line of what is truth Mm -hmm. for you in in a, in a, a, a moral code? Like there's certain things like, man, if you believe in this, it doesn't matter if you're the last person in the whole world. If a thousand people say, no, that's wrong, you're like... You know, this is still something I believe in, mm-hmm. you know, and if it's predetermined, it's based on you not uh, going through a focus group or taking a survey. And it's like, hey, what do we like? Um, OK, I like potatoes, you know. Oh, no, to, I'm sorry. I like tomatoes. Right. I said tomatoes the first time. You know, it's like you're, you're simply going off of focus groups and what mm-hmm. other people's opinions are. You've determined this. AOC has not. And I think I think that is what's really appealing to people today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, you see that all the time. I mean, they always constantly fold on things. They'll get really, uh, especially the left, they do it all the time. They, they'll say one thing like defund the police. They, mm-hmm. they were all behind it at first until they realized it wasn't polling well and that they were probably going to lose the midterms because of it. Now, all of a sudden they're not the party of defund the police. It's pretty hysterical, uh, but pathetic at the same time. Yep. Um, I, I think truth for me is just uh, where do my morals fall line is, mm-hmm. you know, we, we constantly talk now about mandates and the vaccine mandates that were being put in place and how we all believe this was an overreach. Uh, there was at one point where we all a point where we all understood that big pharma was greedy. That wasn't a partisan issue. Uh, that was something that we all agreed on. And right. for some reason uh, that has since shifted, I think, as mm-hmm. conservatives, we understand that and we have not changed our position. But members on the left have. And it's very sad. And it's very unfortunate. Mm, that is so true. In your in your bio, it says says New York, Florida, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. So you see a lot of that today. You know, you don't yeah. see a lot of people though that are migrating, trying to bounce out of Florida to get to New York or get to Michigan or get to California. It's kind of the other way around, trying to get to Texas, trying to get to free states. You know, what what's been your experience with that, and kind of what's what's motivated it? Well, I lived in Long Island my entire life, and I was very excited to pick up and go to Florida. I kind of didn't on a win. I, I didn't really have a plan in place. My parents were infuriated by me at first. <laughs> I bet. But Florida is great. I love it in Florida. Governor DeSantis has been amazing for the state. Yes. Um, it, you know, the pandemic was completely different if you lived in Florida. I mean, talking to my friends and family who still lived in New York, they experienced a completely different experience than the rest of us did. I mean, we all went out and lived life. And, you know, when I caught COVID in Florida, I was given medication for it. I was given mm-hmm. ivermectin from a doctor yeah. and that's unheard of. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in, in New York, I mean, I have a friend who's a doctor and, and she prescribed ivermectin for a family member. And she was sent a letter from the New York state attorney general uh, warning her that she's going to be watching her prescriptions and making sure she doesn't prescribe ivermectin to, you know, just anyone, I wow. guess that was the case, what she was hoping for. Mm-hmm. So uh, Florida has been amazing. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know this is like one of the most open-minded states 
Um, and we still maintain our conservative values at the same time. I've been very thankful with Governor DeSantis and our attorney general over there. They've really done a great job fighting for the state and the people of Florida. Man, that is great. I, I love it. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, you're at the center of a storm. This is probably the hottest news item going on right now outside of, of Ukraine and the truckers, probably, I would say, is a news story that broke from Emerald Robinson, who you work with, concerning uh, the flow of money from the government to mainstream media. And uh, we want to get your take on that, as well as some kind of kind of insightful tweets that you've got. I'd like to break down when we come right back. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what are you going to do about your finances? If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill and you had one ounce of gold, you could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, belt, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? It wouldn't, you couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you. Even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference. But today, that change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. All right, Brianna. So tell us what is going on. You're right in the eye of the storm. What has been going on? Yeah. So uh, as many of you now know, I was once a producer for Newsmax and once a producer for Fox News. Uh, I have now been, uh, I guess, I've now been brought in to join Emerald Robinson, the great Emerald Robinson, the former White House correspondent on her new show. It's going to be called The Absolute Truth. It's going to be featured on Frank's speech. Uh, so Emerald just recently did a piece and it's been an absolute bombshell. The Blaze initially did the... Um, to the FOIA request report, and it found that the HHS was actually providing uh, money to news networks, the usual suspects, as we would mm-hmm. assume, CNN, MSNBC, WAPO, all of those. But what was surprising to see on the list is that they were giving Fox News and Newsmax money to promote the vaccine. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of these companies will say, well, it was just probably uh, for just P- PSAs, just simple PSAs. But I have an experience when working at Fox News, and I've actually just started sharing this online. Um, while working at Fox, I was asked to relocate back to New York. And I found out once I got to New York, that they were complying with the New York City mayor's vaccine mandate. Now, if you read the mandate, it's very vague. It's not well written, and there's no agency assigned to enforce it. So I never thought this would happen to me, especially because I worked for Fox. But I asked Human Resources, can we challenge this? Because we have a team of lawyers at Fox. There's an entire legal department. So they had the resources to challenge it. Uh, I waited a couple of weeks, and I just was pretty much told they have no intentions of challenging it that um, I would have to, in fact, continue to work remotely. But I was only allowed to work remotely because I gave some pushback. Initially, in the email that I was forwarded, it did say that I was going to be put on unpaid leave for being unvaccinated. Uh, something that completely took me... Uh, like, this is Fox out of News! Loop. I, I had no idea that this was possible. What, what, was the yeah. state, what was the state mandates or the city guidelines at that point? Yeah, the city was was telling people, was telling companies, it was a private sector mandate that all employees inside of the office had to be vaccinated. Uh, but and that went above and beyond Joe Biden's mandate because Joe Biden's mandate at least provided you with a testing option. So this completely wiped out the testing option. So I was not allowed into the building. Uh, it did provide a little bit of um, kind of questionable discretion where if I was there for a purpose, uh, 
I could potentially go into the office for a couple of maybe minutes and then have to leave. Uh, Fox defined that themselves as 15 minutes. It didn't say that in the mandate. I thought I'd go into the control room for at least an hour uh, and then leave right after the show would end. Uh, unfortunately, that's not how they took it. I was also told um, by some people who I worked with in the past that members of the control room, because they saw my Twitter page, they saw that I was uh, discussing how I was unvaccinated, that they would feel very uncomfortable if I went into mm. the control room and worked with them. So it's my suspicion that maybe one of them might have told human resources, and that's why I received the pushback that I did. But um, due to just my my morals and just saying we do not comply, we do not comply right. with the vaccine mandate, and if we're not going to challenge it, I'm not going to work for a cowardly company. Uh, I did resign. Uh, I resigned last month from my role at Fox, and it's disappointing. But you sure. know, Emerald's Emerald's story is a bombshell, and it also just one more additional fact that I like to include in this, which really had me infuriated. Uh, in the email, and that's been uh, surfaced. I didn't have it originally. But uh, an independent uh, journalist named Jordan Schachtel uh, actually published the the email from Fox. Mm-hmm. It actually allowed employees who were vaccinated before, I think it was December 26th, to receive a $500 bonus from Fox. So if you submitted what? your vaccination information and you're a Fox employee in the New York City office, you received $500. Uh Honey, $500 is not worth it for me. <laughs> no <laughs> that'll, get you, that'll get you a couple of drinks. Meg, get uh, Tucker Carlson a new tie. You know? <laughs> That's not much. Yeah, especially New York City. That is crazy. They were actually paying people extra to get vexed. So let's dig That's into this, this Substack article here real quick. Um, and if you don't subscribe, you know, um, we're, in a, we're in an interesting you know time where if you want... If you want truth, if you want real information, you got to work a little harder for it and you might have to pay a little bit for it. There's there's I don't know how this is all going to pan out eventually. There's locals on social media, which I think is now becoming a part of Rumble and mm-hmm. everything's merging. It's very liquid right now. But like if you go to the grocery store, you'll have to go find the vitamins. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be in the checkout line where they're selling candy bars and Twinkies. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's like anything. You're going to have to kind of weed through things to get it. Substack is an incredible place to get good information from people that are willing to tell the truth, but they're not going to be paid by the deep state to tell the truth. Right. So we have to self fund these things. So you're probably not going to subscribe to everybody, but Emerald Robinson is one of the best writers in the business, one of the brightest minds in the business. And she's been on the White House lawn for years, seeing up front exactly what's going on, who's who in the zoo. And then She's a great writer, breaking it down. So when you go to her Substack, you're getting some of the mm-hmm. best and brightest intel that there is, and she is a truth teller. So that is one I would encourage you guys. I mean, you know, don't don't like not feed your kids to get it or something. You know, use wisdom. But you know, if you ever thought about stopping smoking or something, you need a reason. Like right now, stop smoking and, and get the Substack. There you go. <laughs> you know, it's like you know, convert your dollars from something dumb to something that's going to be good for you. So talk about this this post a little bit because this was the lightning rod that exploded when she published this. It was a game changer, and everybody's talking about it. And hundreds of thousands of people have you talk about yeah. the, sc- the yeah, scale of it, the impact. Of views. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So this initial reporting came from the blaze. Uh, it was a FOIA request that they did uh, submit for. Um, and so obviously, as you could see, we found out that Fox News and Newsmax were taking uh, HHS money to promote the vaccine. Now, that sounds like maybe just a PSA, maybe it's just a commercial. But based on Emerald's experience, she's spoken about this and she talks about it in her article. Uh, she was she was told to not provide or tweet out anything publicly uh, that wouldn't be so favorable to the vaccine. Uh, she, and, you know, Emerald has n- no loyalty to big pharma. So sure. uh, she would not hide the facts from you. 
And that's why Substack, as you said, is so important. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you go through the article, you're going to learn about her experiences over at Newsmax, what she had to endure. She also puts snippets about, like I told you, what the $500 that Fox was paying its employees to get vaccinated by a certain deadline. Um, it's an incredible article. It really just shows. Now we don't, by the way, we don't know the dollar amount of how much money Fox and Newsmax both received. Uh, we did try to follow up with sources and ask for those details, but we were told that this was protected by some type of trade secrets uh, clause, so that they were mm-hmm. unable to provide that information. But we're deeply concerned by this report, mainly because uh, they never issued disclaimers. Uh, nobody was really made aware that that they were providing coverage that was pretty much biased because they were being funded by the government, which is the tech, well, actually pretty much propaganda when you think about that. That's that's pretty much the definition of propaganda. They were being mm-hmm. paid by the federal government to push this message. Unfortunately, they never told their viewership. And that's a major, major ethical violation. Uh, you learn that basics in journalism school. I know I went. And uh, that's a major issue. Um, the article is just, it, it's just bombshell after bombshell. We're doing some follow-ups as well. So we will have an update on that shortly. Great. Uh, my concerns are is who else was being paid by the federal government to promote this? Mm-hmm. When, you, when you submit these type of requests, these FOIA requests, you have to specifically write what you're looking for. And so the, the originator of this request would have to write Fox News, Newsmax, all these names. So we're looking to see who else they missed. Uh, I have since submitted a, a follow-up request for that. I've tried to ask for it to be expedited. So Emerald will have the update coming shortly, and you can expect that on her Substack page as well. That is great, great. place to, to go. She's got a new show coming out she Saturday. Does. Yeah. So tell us about yeah. that right there um, on with Mike Lindell on Frank's speech. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's pumped, so, by the way. Yeah. This is uh, uh, his. <laughs> I love that. We have he's to get very him happy. Office, yes. Sure. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So as many of you guys know, Emerald was a victim of cancel culture for speaking the truth. Everything mm-hmm. that she tweeted that they said was false has since been proven correct. Uh, so now Emerald is going to a cancel-free platform, which is Mike Lindell himself. He has started a network where everyone who wants to be truth-tellers yeah. could could use his platform to speak freely. And so we're doing that. You could catch it on frankspeech.com. We're going to be a daily news show. So Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. And then we'll re-air in the afternoon as well, in case you missed Love it. it. Right. But it's going to be it's going to be incredible. I mean, we're on top of everything. We have all these sources as well. So we're getting a lot of things that normally wouldn't be published on Fox News or CNN or MSNBC because they'd be too afraid of doing so. Mm-hmm. But we're fearless. We're actual journalists and we see no boundaries. So if we do get, you know, the rest of those, you know, the rest of the FOIA requests in return, uh, we're not going to hesitate to publish it and we're going to push it because the audience deserves to know the actual that, truth. That's exactly I, I, right. I love it. I got one last question as we're, as we're wrapping up. You guys, you got to go to at Brianna Morello and follow her on Twitter. She talks about gas prices and, and then Biden's effect on the economy. She covers it all. But there's one thing I'd like you to, to break down for our listeners, because when they go there, they might not understand. It's on. Um, they say that if you can uh, if you can speak three languages, you're trilingual. If you can speak two languages, you're bilingual. If you can speak uh, one, you're American. Um, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it, but but you speak you you speak sure. a language that I'm not sure everybody is fluent in. They didn't teach it in school, but you must have picked up on it. Fluent in sarcasm. <laughs> I love it. It's an art. It's an art. No one really has it these days. They take it way too seriously. Oh, that is awesome. I love it. Well, you need to go to her Twitter account, and so you can begin to pick up yep. and be, be able, able to speak it yourself. Speak fluent sarcasm <laughs> as well because we do need more of that we need more humor and smarts and brains and insightful takes and that's what you get and you teaming up with emerald is going to be you guys are, you guys are gonna, you're going to shake it all up it's gonna be like a sumo wrestler jumping into a kiddie pool 
It's gonna just <laughs> no, everything's we were gonna so change. Excited. Uh, we're that so is excited. great. We can't even hold this back. We've, we've been ready since day one. Since the ink was dry, we were ready to go. And Love so now it. We can't wait for Monday. Uh, we have great stories lined up already. Uh, and we're, we're making phone calls. We're digging up more dirt. So it's going to be it's going to be a great launch week for us. That's I, awesome. I can't wait. We'll be having Emerald on the show, I think, in another week, yep. something like that. We'll be talking about the show and she'll have a, a few episodes under her belt at that point. I can't wait to, to hear about it. Thank you so much, Brianna, for your time. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate you having me for today. And thank you for supporting myself and Emerald. Absolutely. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com. <laughs>